0: Learn how Alina Health is committed to providing you support on your path to better health in this edition of the WellCast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole.
1: If you or a close relative has had cancer, you may be concerned about not only your own risk for a future cancer, but whether or your children or other relatives are at risk. You've heard about cancer genetic counseling, but how do you know if genetic testing is right for you? My guest today is Sherry Baldinger. She's the manager of Genetic Counseling Services for Alina Health's Oncology Clinical Service Line. Welcome to the show, Sherry. Who is a genetic counselor? Oh, it's
0: a good question. Um, a genetic counselor is actually a specially trained uh, healthcare care provider. Uh, we have national certification uh, to do our job. And our goal is to take a person's concerns about family history and interpret those complex histories, try to, um, based on personal and family history, uh, help craft an individualized risk assessment for that patient. And given that personalized risk, uh, develop uh, or propose health strategies, whether it's screening, prevention, uh, interventions uh, that uh, are best for them. You know, there's all this talk these days about when women should start mammography screening. Well, it really should be personalized. It should be precision medicine, and a genetic counselor can help uh, assess that. And then um, genetic testing can play a huge role uh, in a small number of people to, to help in that endeavor, and we can help them make informed decisions about the testing and help interpret those results.
1: When might genetic counseling be right for an individual or a close relative?
0: Well, in general, you know, I, if someone's really concerned about their cancer risk, I always say it's good to get a good risk assessment because people often overestimate their risk. But the red flags when um, a familial risk uh, may be a unique concern or uh, a person may benefit from considering genetic testing um, is if there's young-onset cancer in the family. Like, for instance, with breast cancer before age 45 or 50, uh, Probably any woman who has had a personal history of ovarian cancer or a close family member with ovarian cancer would benefit from that discussion for colon cancer, young onset would be uh, before fifty um, if there's a cluster of cancer in the family, you know three or four people with a cancer uh one should could talk and talk to a counselor um and then of course, there are some rare tumors that may prompt uh, under any circumstances they should be addressed for possible familial risk like a medullary thyroid cancer or something called a pheochromocytoma or um, certain types of brain tumors.
1: Is it safe to say that for people who have no family history of cancer but still get cancer, genetics does not necessarily play a role in that cancer?
0: Uh, No. Um, You know, sometimes the family's uh, structure can be limited. Um, There are, uh, like for instance, with ovarian cancer, Of women who have an inherited predisposition to ovarian cancer, probably 30 to 40% of those women had no prior family history of a relevant cancer. Um, Because sometimes, you know, let's say I'm a woman who has only brothers, um, and I got a genetic risk from my father who had only one brother, you may be fooled by the absence of uh, other cancers in the family. So if you're young, even without a family history, it may be important. And again, certain types of tumors would prompt uh, investigating the possibility of a familial risk.
1: What would you like people to know about genetic testing itself?
0: I think a couple things. One, um, genetic testing, it doesn't equal genetic counseling. There are people who benefit from a discussion with a genetics professional to learn their cancer risks and what they sh- how they should manage those risks when um, genetic testing may not be relevant in that circumstance. And... Um, other thing is with respect to genetic testing, the goal of it is if we can figure out what causes the cancer in the family, we can be more proactive rather than reactive in their risk assessment and management. We often may learn uh, that there's a risk for cancer that's not obvious based on the family history, sometimes can impact better treatment of those cancers, and we can provide a huge benefit to the family. Um, So I think that's uh, uh, something people should realize that the um, the benefits, um, I, I think, extend beyond what most people realize.
1: And what's involved in a genetic test, Sherry?
0: Oh, physically, a genetic test is, uh, is is usually a tube of blood. It's not it's not a big deal. It's so physically, it's not a, a, a big step for a person to take. But it is uh, the information is powerful. It's limited, um, but it can be empowering. So um, I think it's. What's important is if a person gets a genetic test, that number one, they want to know, is it the right test? How valid is the test? What's it going to tell me if it's abnormal? What's it going to tell me if it's normal? You don't want to be blindsided by information. You need to know this up front. So you, whether a person says yes or no, they know what they're saying yes or no to.
1: What do you tell people about the results and what they can do with what they find out?
0: Well, that's the, the one of the the beauties of genetic testing is if we learn that someone is at a uniquely high risk for a particular cancer, we often can start screening much earlier. For instance, it may be appropriate to start breast screening with MRIs in one's 20s, not at 40, or start colonoscopies in one's 20s and do them every one to two years. That would allow us to do one of two things, to either find a cancer very early, which if delayed could be life-threatening or in many cases, prevent cancer. There are also certain medicines people can take to lower their risk of cancer, depending on what we find. Um, So it it allows us to get in the way and get better outcomes uh, if we know what's going on in the family. So it's nothing, it's not like learning that you're at risk for something and have to sit back and can't do anything about it. We actually can do stuff about it.
1: Are there concerns about insurance paying for these services? And are people concerned with if the results come back, positive risk for a certain type of cancer that then this is on their record and they may have trouble getting life insurance and such?
0: Gotcha. Um, that, when I first started in genetic counseling and testing for cancer in the late 90s, the number one reason people chose not to get a genetic test was fear that their health insurer would cut them off um, or raise their rates. And, and two things have happened since then. One, in the state of Minnesota in 2000, um, the state legislature passed a law that does not allow an individual or um, a group insurer use genetic information for um, underwriting purposes. Probably more importantly, in 2008, uh, this pre- preceded the Affordable Care Act, Congress passed the Genetic Information Non-Discrimination Act, which basically prohibits group and individual health insurers from using the results of a gene test for any um, underwriting or eligibility. And to be fair, you know, most of my patients who have heritable risk want their health insurers to have this information so that they support and pay for the more frequent screening, the risk-reducing surgeries, the interventions that are so important to keep them healthy.
1: In just the last few minutes, what's the most important thing you want people to understand about cancer genetic counseling and how it can help families?
0: Well, I think um, it comes down to what I alluded to and which has got a lot of press recent, very recently is the notion of individualized or precision medicine. This, through, through seeing someone in genetics, we use family history and sometimes genetic testing to tailor risk and management for an individual and empower them to take control um, of this concern instead of being the victim of the concern. And I think... Um, that uh, a genetics professional can really help uh, put all this in perspective for families, for individuals and families, and help them um, um, manage manage these risks and prevent cancer. Um, there's a an old quote, and I can't get it directly uh, from from someone in the 19, in eight, the 19, uh, excuse me the 1600s that said uh, a physician is far better to prevent disease. Uh, because he prevents his uh, patients from having the burden of disease upon him. And that's what the the goal of the cancer genetics is, is to prevent disease.
1: Thank you so much, Sherry. That is great information and so beautifully put. You're so well-spoken. Thank you so much. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. For more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.